This is Malt and Magic, a 5th edition D&D podcast performed by four UK-based gamers and friends. Welcome to Ardalia, a world filled with magic and wonder. Thirty years have passed since the Kingdom of Nylon was restored, an event that caused a surge in raw magical energy throughout the world. Planar rifts opened as the ley lines throughout Ardalia overloaded, allowing creatures from other planes to cross over and adding to the already diverse array of races and cultures that call this world home. Magic is now more widespread, accessible and powerful. Comparatively, divine influence has dwindled, the gods now only able to act through their most pious followers. What mysteries and adventures await our new band of heroes? Only time will tell. Welcome to Campaign 2. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to episode 22 of Multi Magic Campaign 2. I am not going to lie, it is hotter than an after dark scene between Carsis and Lex right now in the UK. Um, so we are all struggling a little bit, but the fans are on, the air conditioning is going. Hopefully, we will all manage to make it through the next few hours or so alongside yourselves as we unpack what happened last week and continue on our journey westward. Westward? Yes, westward. I can get my north, south, east and west right this week. So we're heading west towards the Crystalline Isle. But before we descend into all that chaos, let's run down our usual intro, our usual thank yous, our usual shout outs. So a huge thank you and shout out to Incarnate, Albo Radio and Dungeon Alchemist for all things virtual tabletop and mapping. Um, a big shout out to Hero Forge for all things sort of tokens, NPC visuals. And um, of course, not the character visuals, because that artwork is very much courtesy of the one and only stick. Um, so please show them some love in the chat for all the amazing artwork. Um, although I'm told that apparently the uh, the next set of artwork is potentially at a discount price, depending on how quickly these characters die. Um, so, yes, uh, then there's the, the DM's tools in the background that I use. So Kasoon, 5e Magic Shop, 2 Minutes Tools, and the Thieves Guild as well uh, and also world anvil let's not forget world anvil that was the tool that helped me create the uh, the timelines and our calendar um so yes uh, thank you all for being here so far of course any of the musical tracks or sound effects you hear are courtesy of either tabletop audio or battle bards um still partnered with battle bards please go check out their v2 version of their site um and subscribe and get access to all the sound effects you could possibly need for your own games for your own shows podcasts radio plays whatever you're doing um go check that out yes uh, you can see all of our social media links on the bottom there where we post out all of our updates um i don't know if we posted about starting slightly late tonight but apologize uh, apologies for that we had life get in the way of various things and just needed to make sure we were all present and correct and um, we are missing one one character tonight because they are stuck at work unfortunately um but we wish them well and hopefully they're not working too hard um, so yes, please go check out all our social media links. Uh, you will have seen this past week that we have finally, finally posted the full intro for Campaign 2 um, out on social media now. So you can go and watch that in all its glory uh, on the various social media channels or on our YouTube page as well. 
Um, and if you want to get even more interactive with us, then please come and join the Discord server where there is everything from fan art to homebrews to theories to just crazy, crazy chats. Um, and if the stream goes down, that's where I go to go and chat to you when that happens, which has happened once, I will point out, just once. We're all good. Um, cool. So I think that's pretty much it for the intros, apart from saying that you can catch all of our past episodes on the YouTube channel, and you can also catch them in audio format on the podcast as well, available on multiple platforms, so please go check that out. And if you do listen to us on podcast format, first of all, thank you. Second of all, please leave us a rating or review just to help us tick up those charts and generate more interest. Um, the last few weeks, or probably over the last month now, we've been supporting Home in the Dude with their Kickstarter for their new Sky Zephyrs module, or uh, sort of, I suppose we can call it a module, extension to the rules for 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons, where you can play a pirate or privateer and sort of introduce new aerial combat into the mix so you can see the link on screen multimagic.co.uk forward slash h-a-t-d-k-s please go and follow that link sign up for the kickstarter and show them support when you can um and i believe that's me that's me done so uh yes i don't think there's anything else to talk about we'll talk about giveaways and everything in just a second when we are on screen with the whole cast um but other than that my usual warnings certainly apply there will be adult language and most certainly adult humor as well you have been warned let's roll Good Hello. evening. Good Hello. evening. How are we all? Hot. Yeah, that that goes without saying. <laughs> no, we're good. Very good. Good. So yes, unfortunately, we are without Samal tonight, who is working very hard. Um, so wish him well, and hopefully he's not working too hard in this heat, uh, drinking plenty of water and all those things he needs to do to remain safe and secure, so that he can join us next week. Um, but on that note, let's run down the usual lineup. I am, of course, Matt. I am your dungeon master for this evening and most evenings. Uh, also playing Cog and Tabitha to some extent of however you'd play them. But yes, that's me. I'm Dave, and I am playing Jewel of Shadows, the female tabaxi rogue. I'm a red-faced Danny, and I am playing Lex Ordo, your logical sorcerer of all things balance, and hoping for the best when we have to dip into Cassis' character sheet a little bit later, if shit hits the fan. Indeed. So I'll be fumbling through that as well. 
Samal does play our resident blade singer wizards, uh, one, the one and only Carsis Whispercut. Um, so yes, the, the only other thing then we need to say before I talk about giveaways is a very happy birthday, Danny, for over the weekend. Thanks, mate. Many happy returns. <laughs> so cheers. Happy birthday. I did call you an old fart over the weekend because I think you're slightly ahead of me, but it's it's all good. Well, I'm, I'm fastly approaching the age where I can't trust farts anymore. <laughs> you, you weren't there already? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Very good. Uh, so, yes, giveaways. We are six, six followers away from the big reveal of what we are giving away and then starting off the, the giveaway and deciding how we're going to do that. Um, so it's on you, viewers, to go and find six more followers for us. Uh, yeah, because we can do that. Twice. <laughs> um. <laughs> that's that's about it. My mates this are is, on this screen, is... bar one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that, that, that's also a larger number than than I know people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. I work for a big tech org, so I know probably more than that. But it's uh, well, no, <laughs> in, in air quotes. But yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, go, go find your friends. Bring them on board. No, no, that's fine. Uh, yes, so go find friends, bring them onto the stream, get them to follow, uh, and yes, we can do that one of a kind giveaway. I look to my left every time I talk about this giveaway because it is sat just here, just there, just off screen, waiting for when we hit that hundred mark, so I can then just go, woohoo, here it is, uh, and then we can give it away. Almost in a pure Blue Peter moment. So, uh, less of my ramblings. Last week was very, very interesting as an episode. I think we had the clusterfuck to begin with, and then the mysterious shit that happened afterwards. Um, so, a lot of fun last week, though, and I have to say, chat. Properly on form last week. Um, so, well done. Hopefully we can keep that same level of engagement going forward through the weeks and for the rest of the campaign. Um, but yes, we ventured into... Uh, or further across the plains of sort of the southern Serena swamps, if you like, or the area between the Serena swamps, the, the region of Gildorn, and the region of Dryamere. Um, went a little bit wayward, not navigating perhaps the best we could have done, and entered into a small sort of wooded swampy area um, where we were beset upon by fungi. Uh, and not the fun guy that you've got, or the fun guys that you've got in front of you here. I had to make that joke. Really shit one and fucked it up anyway. Um, <laughs> but mushrooms basically attacked you. There were the three shriekers, as they were called, which just screamed, did fuck all else, but just screamed their proverbial lungs out. Because um, who knows if fungi have lungs or anything like that. Um, and then there was a couple of the uh, myconid type creatures or myconid however you want to pronounce that one um that also attacked you and i uh, the last one the name escapes me violet fungi as well with the strange tentacles which probably my favorite creature from last week because they have oh, a multi attack that i get to roll how many attacks they so a d4 they could either do one or four um which was a lot of fun um, yes, chat got very nervous that uh, we were going to have a TPK. I was fairly comfortable that everything was going to be okay, because I knew I one of you not. would come good at some point. Um, <laughs> and the, the sorcerer tapped into that power within them and just blasted the absolute shit out of every remaining creature in the fight. Um, picked Jewel back up from the, the brink again. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> Jules just sort of laying there unconscious, tongue hanging out, drool, sort of blood spilling all out. Um, I'm going to have to buy a eventually... to cleric, aren't I? <laughs> you Someone's then have had to. a short rest, and as you did your short rest, Carsis went wandering, and they wandered throughout this um, this small swampy area. They sent Tabitha to go and investigate. Tabitha found this small glinting metal object out in a, a field beyond the swamp area, and that's where things began to get weird, uh, weirder. Um, as Carsis detected this magical aura and found this shield with sort of um, writing or runic language on it, which was later identified as some form of celestial writing. Um, and you then began to explore the area. You found some symbols, which was the symbol of both, um, I believe, if I remember rightly, was the eye and the scales. No, it wasn't. It was the dove and the scales. Getting my notes in order now. So yes, the, the dove... Uh, and the scales in that sort of circular symbol, which was bisected in two. So you had the dove taking flight and then the balanced scales underneath. I um, can't remember which character it was, but one of you identified that scales are usually um, associated with Arathis, the law bearer. So you get the impression this is somehow connected. Um, and as you then continue to investigate and look around, that was when Jewel tripped over this metallic hand that was just out of the floor. Um, or reaching out of the dirt below. Filter! Pretty much where we left it. Um, so, my friends, how are we starting this week's episode? Hopefully not rolling an initiative. <laughs> <laughs> you would have uh, thought I was um, better on my feet. Well, what is that? Extend a hand and sort of pick you up. What? What is a... A metallic hand doing it, or is it, is it armor? Maybe. Ho hopefully, it's not a mass grave. Um, um. Yeah. I mean, can I can I check? Is it a metal hand or is it armor? Make me uh, a nature or investigation check, whichever one you wish. Nature or investigation? It's gonna be an investigation. Roll the purple dice. You're shitting me, it's a natural one. <laughs> As you sort of take Carsis's hand and pull yourself up, um, you sort of look towards his hand and stumble again. Um, as Carsis sort of pulls that a little bit too hard as people that are strong do just sort of yank you off your feet and you're like, oh, shit, stumble a little bit. Um, and as you then stumble a little bit more, you sort of slip on this shiny surface not too far away from where the hand is reaching up um, and you slip across this curved metallic uh, surface which is just peeking out of the dirt um, I've got a horrible feeling that is a body I, I have to believe you um, yes I would also assume this is probably uh, some sort of shield. You just found a shield, I suppose. Well, given what... You did tell us about your astral visions last week, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, so g given uh, the visions you had and the, the ancient sword, I'm just going to uh, investigate that a little bit, and I'll see if I can determine 
whether the the armor is linked to the shield and it's ancient and i suppose if there's a body still in it i suppose the question uh, lex is is this uh from the same side or from the opposing side that's what that's what i'm hoping to find out Okay, so you are checking for what specifically, Lex? Bearing in mind you've got the shield, oh, yeah, I which I, I think... I did two things. I'll see yeah. if the armour matches the shield. Which armour? Oh, the, the hand, hand not that's... connected. So oh, are you, this is like... what I'm trying to establish. Are you looking at the hand or are you looking at the shiny metal surface? And they are not attached, then. Right, at the yeah. minute you can't tell because you've literally got shiny metal surface sort of poking up out of the dirt here ish and then a few well not even a few feet maybe sort of uh six seven inches further away you've then got a hand reaching up i'm gonna get a lot from, i'll try the hand first okay what are you looking at just to see if it's made of the same uh, metal yeah and if it's got any markings on it similar to what the shield had okay um i'm gonna ask you to make me make me an investigation check first please Nearly good. Eight. They're similar in colour. You don't see okay. any runic language on this curved surface. You only see a small portion of it. Um, there is a singular line almost, or almost indentation that runs along the, not the central point of this, this curved surface, or this slightly curved surface that's just poking out. Um, but it certainly seems to run along it. Um doesn't curve away just literally runs in a straight line over the curved surface what i will do instead then remembering i have this in my inventory and i haven't used it very much um I'll, i've got a, a ring on my finger which has like a mechanical eye on it which looks a little bit like cog's eye so i'll kind of mm -hmm. click it to activate it and then my eyes will then turn into like cog's eyes as i use my ring of x-ray vision which is I've got it for a minute, a radius of 30 feet, and I can see through a foot of stone, an inch of metal, or three foot of wood and dirt, to kind of see what's under the surface. Okay. As you click this ring, then, your vision, you sort of see this um, golden effect overlay the land in front of you. And where previously you had seen just the objects that were poking out and then the green fields, you now see this golden mesh, if you like, built of tiny little cogs in this overlay. It's almost like a visual overlay that's just um, shining over your eyes. And you now see below through the ground and you can see there's various objects. There's skeletons of humanoids and beasts. There's broken swords and shields but as you focus down on this small area you're looking at now you can see that the curved surface is actually the top of a skull of sorts and that the hand is connected to an arm to a shoulder to a torso which is then connected to the very same skull there is some metallic body of sort that is underneath the dirt here it's <laughs> uh, while then Lex is doing that, Jewel would like to get the map out and mm -hmm. 
given her a rough understanding as to where they are, looking around and using the fact they've been there, would like to just try and denote on this map this, you know, what they've seen. A little mark. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Uh, make me a survival check, please. Cool. <clears throat> Ten. Ten. You know, obviously, where the Inora outpost are. You can look at the sort of positioning of where the sun is right now, and then you look towards where this small copse is, this small wooded area. That itself is not depicted on the map, but you get the impression you have headed slightly off course and been heading almost directly north, closer towards the Serena swamps. Yeah. For a little bit of time. However, even from that, you reckon you are no more than a few hours away from the river now and you put a small mark on the map using your claw I'm assuming and ink just to denote yep. a battlefield <clears throat> which yes. as you have done that I'm now going to go update the map hey um, <clears throat> of course I forgot so, that we could actually you know put things on the map to help us <laughs> yeah <laughs> clever, clever idea <laughs> that would have been quite useful. Yeah. Um, for that whole campaign one. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, looking looking under the surface, it seems like that metallic thing you just slipped on and this hand is connected. That that's a skull and this hand is connected to it by your shoulder. There's a there's a, well, a metallic body under there. As well as shields and swords and general mass grave type situation, uh do you think it's worth digging out? Uh, Could be a clue, maybe. <clears throat> uh, yes, I. I'm not sure. I have. Uh, I'm not too familiar with uh, metallic beings. Well, uh, just, uh, just, other, uh, than, other than Rend on the ship, I haven't seen one in this land. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Lex, make me a make me a history check, please. <laughs> with advantage. Sixteen. Oh, with advantage. Thank you. I'm not going to know about eighteen. Eighteen. As you say. You've only ever sort of experienced rend and not experienced any metallic individuals before. Um, it's almost like there's a flash in your brain and a memory returns to you. And you're yet again in that world built of endless gears and cogs that are working together and just spread out. And you remember a figure passing you shrouded in a cloak but as they hold the cloak this metallic arm that covered a metallic face and a book at their side um <clears throat> i have come across a metallic figure back in mechanis uh but 
Like, that can't be the same type of being, right? Looking again at the hand, and the, does it look similar to my memory? Uncannily similar in terms of material. Not necessarily exactly the same, but certainly material and structure and construction. Very, very similar. Oh, it's, it's weirdly similar, you know, to my memory. I think, I think this might be worth exploring a bit more. Well, um, I suppose a, a metal uh, body would not be particularly easy for us to uh, uh, trek with, so as long as you think we are safe, maybe, maybe we do have a look at it now. I mean, if we could <coughs> reanimate it in any way, it may have memories. Yes, it also may kill uh, information. us. Yeah, oh, yeah, good point. So I am slightly interested as to which one it would be. Is there anyone going to find out? <clears throat> Cassis, um, are you up for this, or should, do you think we should keep going? I'm sorry, what? I was uh, incredibly distracted by this uh, uh, shield again. You want to pull the hand? Uh, well, if you want to pull the hand, then uh, yes, um, by all means, I can, I can help you. Do you mind uh, giving me an, L, uh, an end with that? Uh, sure. Cool. So, so just reach down. Grasp hold of this metallic arm. Um, and between the two of you, I need a strength check then. Uh, with advantage, I'll say. Cool, let's do that. So that pick one, which one, one you want to... <clears throat> I don't know who wants to roll. Well, good point, actually. It'll probably be Cassis. Cassis has got a plus one. Cassis yeah, gets yeah, a plus yeah. one. Uh, for a 12. 12. <laughs> so you begin to pull on this arm and there's a slight shifting of the earth and you sort of pull it up a little bit. It's tough. Like It takes almost all of your strength to just pull it a couple of inches out and the skull also begins to sort of slowly shift out slightly as dirt begins to shift. But this thing is, is wedged good and tight. It looks like we are going to, to have to um, yeah, d dig it out. Um, I'm pretty sure I don't have anything other than the claws, so... Um, have another look. Something you can potentially use. Could be. Scours through inventory. Yeah. Wait, one caller. <clears throat> Crowbar. Nice. i use that. <laughs> okay. Um... So, I'm going to say now, as you begin to sort of... The crowbar's the only item the three of you have got to even begin to think about <laughs> potentially digging this thing out. Um, so, I'm going to need uh, an athletics check, but I'm going to ask a group athletics check now. Cool. Um, so, everybody roll, and we will take the average. I can roll for Cassis if you need me to. You roll for Cassis, why not? Oh, athletics. 16 for me. 16 for me? I think that's got to be a Cassis dice, surely. Yeah. Uh, is this is about right for Cassis. It's a three. <laughs> <laughs> so that was two 16s and three? Yeah. So Cassis 
while they're digging, incredibly distracted, but the two of you, slightly more invested in this, begin to sort of chip away at the dirt and sort of pull a few loose stones out. And eventually you begin to dig a hole enough to see where this arm joins the shoulder. And as you release it, it just sort of flops down and rests atop the earth now where you've dug. And then you reveal this head. The, the eyes, if you can even call them eyes, are closed and the head then just lolls to the side. And you can hear sort of the chink of metal um, around. Thank you very much for the follow. Um, five more, folks. Five more. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, the head just sort of lolls. You can see the or hear that chink of metallic nature, and you sort of see just about where there is a, a metallic neck spine type creation that is then got these leather straps that lean or lead up into the jaw area, and you can see that this creature is made of a mix of wood, metal, and leather. But so far, it's inert. Is there with the no? We'll wait. Oh, wait until we uncover it more to find out if there's any obvious signs of damage to put it here. Okay. So you begin to chip away even further at this earth, and using the crowbar, it's not a shovel, so it's harder than it might be, and it takes couple of hours before you've even managed to shift away enough to start revealing the chest and the other arm which is sort of pinned down at the side where this this creature has clearly just almost been swallowed by the earth um as you reveal more of the chest you can see there are scrapes and rents across the chest of this creature and one such scrape bisects almost an area just above where a, a humanoid's heart would be um, and on top or below at least where that, that rent, that scratch, groove, whatever you want to call it, bisects, you see the same symbol that you had seen on the fallen column not mere feet away. The circle bisected in two with a dove and the balancing scales. You continue to dig as night falls and eventually you manage to drag having revealed majority of this creature now you manage to drag it around you can see the remnants of what clothes it did wear just these tattered rags now clearly relied in terms of armour on its natural structure um and you drag it out, and as you drag it out, you find that it is pretty much intact, apart from one foot, which is missing on the left foot. Lex, it is on. Uh, it is unusual uh, that. I suppose this would be considered its um, its skin, so it is <coughs> branded, whereas the others wear it on their armor. Or is this just yeah, no, normal behavior for 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 for? Well, it, it look it looks quite similar to how Rand is uh, made up, but I noticed it's got the symbol of the the god of what, what was it called? The god of justice, god of balance, 
Um, so <clears throat> it's got to mean it's at least on our side, I would say, albeit not animated at the moment. Can I check if there's enough of the body exposed? Knowing how other things have been powered with the Raft Strike crystals, does it seem to have one in it anywhere? No. Um, how long does your invisibility, uh, sorry, your x-ray vision last? Study for a minute. Only for a minute, so that's passed. Do you want to use it again? I can't. Well, I can, if I do before a long rest, but I've got to do a constitution saving throw or get a level of exhaustion. I don't want to risk that. Okay. So um, I, in which soon. case, I will say, make me a uh, just a straight investigation or a nature check, please. Oh, that was nearly good. Five. <laughs> Five. You look over this body, you begin to sort of feel around and scan over... Don't see any obvious wrath strike crystals or anything like that. Lex, is there anything you can uh, glean from from this? Mm. <clears throat> not without trying to take it apart. I don't think not not surface level. I can't use my uh, ring again necessarily. I wanna. I could try and take it apart there if you want it. Dear, what time is it now? Is it? Are we getting on in a bit early? Early evening now. Night has, has fallen. The sound of crickets is very much out there, and tree frogs from within the swamp somewhere. Um, there is a very pale moon in the sky, covered by these thin wisps of cloud. And this battlefield that you're on now becomes very eerie as the the moonlight sort of hits those patches of not fog but like wisps of mist that just lay across the battlefield and. At one point again, Jewel, there is another flash of astral activity as two combatants go at each other, one ramming a shield into the other one while the other one holds a spear and the spear flies out of the hand and they are driven back and as they are driven back, to blink out of existence again. Lex, I am not uh, quite sure. We have uh, we have been here for a few hours now and uh, I, 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 I am not... Very comfortable with staying much longer. Um, very unkeen of staying here overnight. It is already night time, yeah. but I, I wonder whether That's we fair. try and get a little further away before we stop. Maybe even find the, um, the riverbank. But if yeah. we cannot find anything... Well, perhaps we can tell um, those uh, mages that we found it and they may be able to uh, assist in giving us more information yeah that's true yeah when you when put it like that then it makes sense to get to safety or at least to cover for nightfall given the if bad luck we've had so far if it was the morning i would say um you know i am happy to sit down and watch you work but it's already di difficult to see you, you make a good point well, <clears throat> and at the very like at the very least, you say we've got information. I think when we get to the crystalline isle, these these people seem to uh, well, when we met Artemisia, she uh, until we proved our value with information and credibility, she did not take us seriously. So hopefully, this will help them take us seriously more quickly. Yes, 
Well, um, clearly we have headed uh, a little too north. Uh, we are quite on ah. the edge of the swamp, but I do not think it is a major issue. We can now go, um, uh, I believe, uh, that way, and we should find the river fairly, fairly swiftly. Okay, lay down. Okay. Joe, the first march on the front, me in the middle, like castles in the back. in the back, yeah. What are you doing with the metallic skeleton? Or leaving it. <clears throat> leaving it? Very good. I'm leaving it for now. Okay. So you Just out of curiosity, actually. Would, um, did Cog take an unusual interest in it that I would have noticed? Or were they not bothered? Not particularly bothered, no. Okay. Sort of indifferent as Cog usually is. Very nonchalant. Hmm, <laughs> hmm. Okay. Very good. Um, so you sort of... I will say you lay this metallic body back in the, the ditch. Carsis um, looks down and just sort of shoves a bit of dirt back over, just loosely, just for the sake of trying to cover it up a little bit. But um, you will then begin to head further west. Um not resting for now I think and after I'll say a couple more hours of travel in the night somebody roll me a d100 please I shall since you're leading the pack grog dice come on <clears throat> 78 78 the night is filled with noises um tree frogs, insects, the screech of an owl somewhere nearby. And every now and again, Joel, as you wander through this battlefield and out through this small set of trees beyond it, which kind of marks the edge of this, this battlefield, if you like, you see these just glimpses of battle, these astral projections almost. Um never getting a true glimpse of what the creatures are other than the fact they have humanoid shapes. It is unnerving. Lex, Karsis, your your skin is almost constantly tingling as you wander across this battlefield. That buzz of arcane energy always there, reminding you of spells gone, spells past. Um... As you pass through the trees that mark the edge of this battlefield, that buzz diminishes almost instantly. Almost like you've walked through a barrier. And it's at that moment you begin to hear the sound of rushing water. You wander on for perhaps... 20 minutes, half an hour more, and that sound of water gets louder and louder. And eventually, between these trees, you see a almost a sandy track. Do you then step out of the trees into the light of night, I'm going to say, um, once again. And there before you is a 
raging river, or at least a, a rushing river. Oh, we have finally made it, Lex. Garces, I am knackered. Shall we, uh... Shall yeah, we stop here? Safe here for the night? I do not want to uh, travel uh, travel on, on, on the boats without not knowing uh, not knowing or being able to see. I think it is better by the riverside. Okay. We can uh, take watches. I've camped by the water's edge before. Is there any uh, protocols to be aware of? Don't don't fall in. I I think we have to um <laughs> take watch as well. Yeah, okay. Wake me up and I'll take a second watch. I'll take first watch. Julia been through a been through a few things back there, so I'll I'll sit and watch. Thank you. Wake me up when you're you uh, when you're done. I will. Very good. Jewel and Lex bed down for the evening as Carsis just finds or sort of wanders not too far away and sits on just this rocky, not quite a cliff, but certainly a drop edge uh, where the river then flows um, sort of quite rapidly underneath his, their feet even. Bad dear. Um, I'll roll a... I'll roll the D100. I can find the dice. I think we've had four more D100 rolls in this campaign so far than we did. You know, we've campaign done a one. lot more quite lengthy overland travel so far. Last, you got to remember last campaign we were in quite a small, a much smaller area. Excellent. 94. Cast rolled there. Carsis enjoys the sound of the, the water rushing by. It's almost relaxing in a way. Um, catches in the, the glimpse or the glint of the moonlight every now and then. Just these little fish or aquatic creatures that seem to just lurk beneath the surface and swim away. Um, sort of pays attention to the, the rocks that are beneath the surface, the strange plants, but generally it's a quiet evening. It feels a lot more settled here than it had done on that battlefield. The unease that you all felt, and that Carsis certainly felt, has, has diminished. And as a few hours pass, Carsis then wanders over and sort of gently places a hand on your shoulder, Lex, and just squeezes it gently. Lex, Lex, it's your watch. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Anything to report? No. Unless you were interested in fish. Um, to eat? Yeah. Did you do some fishing? Hey. No, that would have been smart, I guess. Well, I'll see what I can do. Hey. Good night, Lex. Is rest. Carsis wanders over close to where Jewel is and sort of just beds down. And it's not long before you can hear the 
the gentle but heavy breathing of one Carsis wisp cut as they fall asleep. Roll me D100, please, Lex. Ooh! Twenty-five. Twenty-five. Very good. You too experience a much more peaceful night or peaceful watch than you have been used to the last few days. There is something about the river, that sound of rushing water that is naturally relaxing, the sound of the trees sort of gently swaying in the wind, and the sound of the insects and the creatures in the night. At one point as the the moon reaches almost its highest point in the sky. A number of fireflies light up across the river and almost create this stream of lights that just seems to dance above the surface of the river. It's beautiful, it's mesmerizing. But other than that, I am going to happens. try and catch fish. Given how safe it's been for the first half of me watch, Cassus has given me out there to try and catch a fish. Do you have a Zelda to catch a fish? No. What I'm going to do is channel the ancient art. You know where those people just stand really patiently in the water until the fish comes to them and then they, they pick it up. Okay. I see, I see my... Uh, Older brother and father do it when I was a youth. So let's see if 30 years of me mechanist conditioning has eroded my skill. So you kick off your Cuban heels. Do you have socks on? Good question. Does I have socks on? Do I in the picture have socks? Yeah, why not? Because I'll get blisters, won't I? Okay. So you take off the Cuban heels, you peel off your socks, and you roll up your trouser legs um, to just below the knee, and you sort of wade out into the the shallows of this river. And you can see across the other side, the other side of this river, where there is another similar bank, and it's like for the first time you're on a natural path that almost goes into the river and then comes up out the other side. The rest of this this part of the river surrounded by trees. And you wait ever so patiently. I am going to ask you to make me a stealth check, please, sir. <laughs> Five. <laughs> I'm going to say, as you sort of place your hands down in the water and wait patiently, Cog then just sort of flutters down and <laughs> splashes in and then swoops back up and sort of shakes themselves. Wet. Not good. That that was kind of your fault. What, what made you think that's what I wanted you to do? Curious. Water not common on or at home. Yeah, but if something's uncommon, you don't just dive into it head first. You should know that, right? This is accurate. Curiosity, strange, new. This world is affecting us both, it would seem. How are you at fishing? Cog then just sort of settles down on the bank and sort of places their feet in the sand and then just shakes. I will wait. 
sort of closes in on themselves and just settles into the sand. Um, make me another stealth check, please, as you now return to that focus. It was clearly cog, so I got a 19 that time. 19? It's clearly cog. This time you think back to a long time ago. A long, long time ago. And watching your your father, watching your brother wander out into the the much more tropical rivers that exist in your or in the place you called home. And they used to just wait. And with the speed of a viper, they would then strike and catch these fish. Please make me a sleight of hand check, please. Come on. Come on. Fifteen. You wait and wait. And eventually, curiosity gets the better of one fish. Which just sort of swims up and investigates and sort of begins to just nibble around the end of one of your fingers. And it's a weird sensation. Sort of that strange, wet, sucking sensation. That description is purely for chat, by the way. Um, I'm, I'm and catching in that moment, with my cock. <laughs> in that moment where you feel it sort of just get a little bit overzealous against your finger, you snap your grasp close and sort of lift it up out of the water. You've got a reasonable sized fish caught. Sort of flapping around in your hands. At which point Cog's eye is going to sort of open again. Now what? Um, as I'm assuming it's flapping about. <laughs> yeah. Um, quick, hit it on the head. <laughs> Cog flutters over and with one little claw of its foot just reaches up and that sharp little metallic point just <laughs> into the head and <laughs> out. And the fish goes limp. I think Jewel would be very happy. Efficiency is best. It's less cruel. Okay. Cog says nothing else and then just sort of settles back down into the sand. If I watch over, if not, I'll just go back to being on guard and I'll let Jewel prepare the fish, thinking she'll know how to uh, fill it here better than me. Not that I'm making any cat stereotypes, obviously. <laughs> She's just better with a knife than me. You just lay the now dead fish a, on a proper a, cat a stereotype stone. is you ain't getting any of that fish. <laughs> yeah, just By the time you wake up, it's there. just, yeah, yeah, with the tail still attached, yeah. Um, so you leave it sort of on this central rock which you've all been sort of camping around um, just sort of leave it there as you then sort of look to the sky see the, the moon beginning to sort of slowly dip now and you realise it's only it's not long until morning at this point um, and you go over and wake up Jewel 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 it's, it's time for your watch uh, already I feel like I just went to sleep Okay, okay. Ooh. Uh, nothing, nothing to report. 
nice and peaceful. I even uh, did a spot of fishing and I caught us a fish for breakfast if you oh. wanted to pre- pre- prepare it. Yeah, that, that probably dropped, didn't it? Yes. Um, oh, I have to share. Yes. Sorry. Um, sure. I shall, I shall make sure it is ready. Thank you. Very good. So, Jewel, is there anything else other than preparing this fish that you wish to do while you're on your watch? How was my sleep? Your sleep. Roll me a d20. Twelve. Whether it was the sound of the river or the fact that you're no longer on the battlefields, that feeling that whatever was causing those projections, that strange aura within the battlefield, you feel much more secure here and your sleep as a result was almost dreamless. The only thing just, or the only thing you recall at least, just as Lex wakes you up was those eyes in the darkness. The darkness that is filled with those tiny pinpricks of light and then just two eyes that open like the Watcher from Marvel. That was it. Um... Yeah, so we'll sit down and prepare the fish. Um, but is is also mulling over her dreams of late and mm-hmm. trying to understand what they mean. They seem to have reference or recollection of what people have described the astral plane to be and in the books we've been reading and stuff. Um, she doesn't necessarily feel scared of the of the dark around them because, quite frankly, uh, you know, she lives in the dark and and does enjoy it. But she does wonder why she has that, why she's been getting that recent affinity of uh, these these echoes of her Um, but yeah she will fillet the fish and get the fish very good I thought you said fill it with fish then Uh, but no a fillet of fish fillet the fish (laughs) fillet the fish Uh, and you do with a deft claw just cut it open sort of take the bones out and begin to fillet the fish Um, begin to prepare a fire to I was going to I was just going to then say probably try and find either washed up driftwood that's dried or anything else that I'd be able to make a small fire out of so there's this. plenty of sort of as I say there's plenty of trees around you you find enough sort of fallen wood that is dry enough to, to make a decent small fire um, whether you have the tools to light it I don't know you have it in the box you're fine you yeah. eventually take a small flint and it takes you a few sort of attempts but eventually catches and you set up then the fish on this rack made of sticks 
um, and yeah, lay these strips of fish across these sticks. I'm laughing at chat there. That was amazing. Um, Carsis and Lex, you are woken by the the smell of grilling fish, and it's a welcome smell, having been living off rations for for the last sort of two days. Um, sort of as Carsis rolls over there's just this grumble from their stomach and then also sort of a small moan of they're just like mm, food smells good as I dip into Scottish there rather than Irish but <laughs> you, you gave me the idea of fish and I uh, managed to catch one but <clears throat> Jewel that, that smells beautifully prepared you I couldn't remember the last time I've had fish. How did you? Yeah. How did you catch it? I I have to say, Lex, I am I am scale. Wow, I was going to say I'm interested myself. Um. Well, that when I was a child, patience. My, my father used to do this trick where he used to stand statue still in the river and then just snap the fish up as it as it came across. And I just, I just tried to do that. A little help from Cog. Well, uh, color, color me impressed. It takes a lot of, uh, a lot of patience to stand that still. I mean, I'm well, I've, I've learned quite a lot of patience spending time with you two. Is that a dig, Lex? That was it's, my attempt at a joke. Dig. I. I have to admit I quite enjoyed it, um, as I hope we will yeah. all enjoy this fish. Bon yeah, I bon just tend to be patiently waiting to see you again, Jewel, because you disappear more often than that. I just patiently wait for you to sneak up on me. I suppose I would have had the uh, perfect opportunity, however, uh, <laughs> on this occasion I was just hoping that we would all enjoy a good breakfast before the uh, trials of the river. Yeah. <clears throat> Before we got a sort of really dig big boat boat out. Um, oh, hang on. If I've just said the word, does it? If I've just said the word dig big boat, it's not going to expand and kill someone, is it? So you would remember Jeez. that you have to have your hand on the jewel and say the word. Um, and just to interrupt the stream somewhat, I know she's not going to be watching right now, but I want to say a massive congratulations to my friend Ellie who has, uh, over this weekend, welcomed to the world her son. So hey. congratulations, Ellie and Scott. Well done. She That's definitely amazing news. I've just, <laughs> just been sent a lot of pictures, which is amazing. So thank you very much for them. Uh, yes. Uh, very good. So, yes, you remember you have to have your hand on the jewel, or at least holding the boat, uh, and then say the, the activation phrase to then enlarge the boat. I have to say, Jewel, this is, um, well, well cooked. Perfect, almost. Thank you. Uh, uh, I know it is a uh, stereotype, but uh, I am rather partial, so I, I, I do like it on occasion. Just needed a side dish, I think. That's no criticism on you, by the way. That's, that's the nature of the world, I guess. Hopefully, when uh, when we can get some uh, table service, we can uh, get uh, something along with it. 
but at least it makes a change from our, our other dried rations. So, um, hey, yes, a, 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 a treat indeed. And uh, <clears throat> especially for the day ahead, we might be having. And with I, that in mind, I'd like to help us on our way, and I'll, I'll cast aid again at third level, which is 10 hit points for everybody. Can I say cast? This gives me and him mage armor again. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Is that that's temporary HP or is that a max that's HP? That's modifier. Oh. Yeah. So plus 10. Modifier! And we'll so. ritual cast mage armor, I think we can do. Nope. It's first level spell. Um, cool. We'll cast that twice then. Two, which, 13 plus the dex. Which yep, so I'm 14 AC. Yep. 42 hit points, like a bus. Oh. Ridiculous. <laughs> Very good. So, you eat your morning feast. Um, Tabitha sort of picks at some of the scraps of fish and a couple of the bones as well. And sort of picks off the remaining meat. Uh, cog just sort of almost flicks sand across themselves and polishes before then just then flicking a bit of water to wash the wash the sand off um, and you see they've just they've picked the finest sand so it's not scratching their metal but is very much adding a sheen and getting the muck of the previous day off so um I am curious do we believe that this uh, river is just going to uh, head straight for for the isle and the sea or is there going to be uh, some um, potential rapids along the way I suppose uh, neither of you are going to know more than I but uh, I'm just bringing it up because I'm slightly nervous so I'm assuming we're not at the edge of the river we can then see the other side of the river and there's a big fucking magic tower I think we're quite um, a bit northern, northern, northern. You have got to go down the river for a bit, right? Okay. You've got to go down the river, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh, um, I was bringing up the map and I totally forgot. So I will say that I've never um, the new one and send that over. Well, for later. now, let's just pull up the original, if I can. Yeah. Uh, I will say that I've uh, never maps. Um, steered, handled, boat. Commandeered a boat. What's the word? Uh, piloted, S I suppose. That's, that's that would be in as well. Yeah. Uh, here is the map. <clears throat> I would. Uh, I would say we have probably. Can I draw on this thing? Here we go. Can we use <gasps> PC tools? Oh no! What have we done? I don't know. I don't know. So, I suppose I could well, theoretically suppose. load this up on Albert. You could, potentially. That, yeah, because I can't draw on it. That's annoying. I anyway. just need to add it now. That might I think kill we're about things, there. So. <laughs> and we've got to head down that way. So Yeah, there might be some white water rafting going on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Unless you want to just follow the coast of it instead of going in it. 
Mm. Well, we're going to find out. <laughs> so I would say looking sort of to your left and right, you can see that to follow it, you'd have to go through some quite heavy trees. Um, you're currently on a, a sandbank of sorts, which would allow you to alight into the river um, on a boat. Um, mm. But it's entirely up to you. You can try and I think tackle the trees, or you can try and tackle the... It'd be, it'd be more fun to see what happens if we try and row down it, just from uh, Danny's perspective. I, I, I could not agree more. I, I, I believe it would be... Um, uh, no but yes, the giggles of the shit. <laughs> Sorry, who's giggling and shit? What's uh, giggling French? Because then you can. What's they be mad and? I'm going to giggle it. <laughs> Chat helps out. <laughs> uh. <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm not even going to try and even pronounce it, even if it, if it oh. comes through. <laughs> That's not. Buffet <laughs> Duria. That's the, that doesn't roll off the tongue like shits and giggles. No, it doesn't, does it? <laughs> Luckily, you're not French. Right. That map's no. currently explored, uh, exploring. Exploring. Um. Continue. Yeah. Um. Well, given the terrain looks oh, quite so rough, and I don't to want to go you... through loads of trees. Just in case we're going to give by you an plants. idea of. I'll give you an idea of the terrain you're in. Yeah. Currently, when this loads, yeah. So I, I built for the boat, roll your boat. And yes, this map is purely created by me. I'm very proud of this one. That's wicked. That's Apart wicked. from the fact it's not quite loaded into Elbear properly, let's just. It's perfectly it. safe. I think the river is going to be the easiest way of doing this. Yeah. I don't, given what <laughs> mishaps yesterday, I don't quite trust the on-land terrain. The water seems peaceful enough. I'm willing to give it a go. One would hope that we would uh, not be um, attacked by those mushrooms again um, on the river. Can you get water mushrooms? Is that a thing? Surely not. Although if we get attacked by some bloody river weeds, I will not be happy. Let's do it. Okay, so um, the boat is not currently in the river, um, but you are all on that north bank. Um, I say north. Technically, it's um, be the, the eastern, eastern bank, bank of the river. Yeah. Just to make chat in brackets stick happy. What's the what's the protocol for rowing? Do we need to have our clothes on, or is it do we de-rope? I'm happy to take my clothes off if that's what you want, Lex. That was. I mean, outside of your normal penchant for taking your clothes off, is it is it required for rowing a boat? Well, maybe. Um, 
shirtless just to protect your fine coat there Lex of course that's yeah yeah that makes sense okay Uh, Cassius is triple X to get his tuck off. <laughs> what the fuck is my insight? Oh, why am I rolling garbage tonight? This is annoying. Um, that's not even my character sheet. Where's my insight? There it is. Twelve. Twelve. Um, you would see the subtlest, subtlest of smirks cross cast his face. <laughs> But the fact that he said I need to protect my really fancy coat, that makes sense. So, mm -hmm. coat's off, white coat's off. I'll take my waistcoat off. I'll leave me, me shirt on. It'll, it'll be unbuttoned to the navel. Because, <laughs> why not? Innocently, like, from Lex's perspective. I'm sorry, were you saying something, Lex? Um, uh, yes. Is this, is, is this, am I ready to roll? Is this, is this how we roll? Perfect. Perfect. Right, okay. Uh, as soon as he gets sweaty and I'm um, sure that Cassius shirt, you'll be fine. Everyone, everyone's benefit. Some sexy scaly um, packs. Indeed. There are well, you tell me, Lex, are there is there proper defined musculature underneath the underneath the shirt? Well the belly of a snake is always quite muscly. For one, for one. one, we'll take that Gene genetically, but also growing up on Macanus, there's not going to be a lot of cream donuts and cakes, so I've, I've been put to work so there's a lot life, of so I've got lean muscle. We will say, um, think Bruce Lee vibes, yeah, that's or, that sort of yeah, yeah, very good. Okay, uh, are we getting the boat out? Big dig's coming out. Dig big. Fuck it out. <laughs> I feel like you're going to paint on the side of it now, Big Dick, and that's going to be its name. <laughs> I christened the... SS Big Dick activated through Dig Big. Uh, very good. So you get the boat out, uh, and it is sort of... It fits in the palm of your hand as you pull it out of the bag of holding. What are you doing with it? I mean, Stick, um, if you want to put duck pics in chat, I'm more than happy for you to put duck pics in chat. <laughs> <laughs> duck pics are absolutely fine. You know, yeah. rubber duckies, um, you know, totally PG. It's great. I like the ones with the little green heads, although the main ads. Mallards. Sorry, you asked me a question. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> what was your question about the my question the was what are you doing bro? with the boat you've taken it out of the bag it's in your hand what are you doing um, I'll, I'll lay it down just oh. on <laughs> the surface of the where the wave is sort of crashing so it's not fully on the sand and not fully in the water so it doesn't piss off before we activate it and I'll be holding it steady ready for it to be activated okay and then what? Um, what do I do again? It's just this, this, think this gem on the end, right? Touch the jewel and say the word. Okay, and I'll, I'll be, 
as if I'm expecting it to explode, I'll sort of put my the finger on it and go, dig big. And as you say, dig big in that, almost try and get it as accurate as Orin told you. Um, there is this surge of arcane energy that just sort of, and you can see the ripples that go across the water, and then you hear the straining of wood and the creaking. Almost sounds like trees blowing in a slightly stronger wind than it is around you right now. And the boat just begins to sort of stretch out and grow. Um, it's almost like a scene from Harry Potter where it just sort of bursts in different shapes and then eventually boom. Um, and in that moment, I need somebody to roll me a d10, please. Well, I think it should be Lex because of yes. I have pressed the button. connection. Yeah, they've, they've pressed the button. Press the button. And it's a two. It's Does that mean a I two. Take two damage. <laughs> As you watch these ripples just out into the water and the boat stretches out, there's almost like bubbles just begin to appear in the water. And then, all of a sudden, in the middle of this river, because I'm not wasting a fucking map, um, this surge of water just erupts and takes on this humanoid-like form. Fuck. Um, as I try and find the fucking Albert map. There we go. Yes. And boom. What the hell? <clears throat> this burst of water, as I say, erupts out, takes on this humanoid form. It f sort of um, these torrents of water form into two arms, and sort of shadows move across the face that form like eyes and a mouth. The mouth looks like it's just open and in a silent moan or silent scream. Um, and I need everybody to roll initiative for me, please. Uh, yes! New day, new roll. Oh, I've got 16. I and Cassis. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, go for it. Cassis got cold. 12. There we go. Cassis got a 12. Fifteen. Fifteen for Jewel. What did you get, good. Lex? Lex got sixteen. Sixteen. So it's Lex, Jewel, <laughs> Carsis is the initiative order. Um, very good then. As this, let's just say for what the fuck it is, water elemental <laughs> erupts <laughs> out because everybody's on stream has come across a water elemental before. Um, we fought them in campaign one. Um, as it erupts out of the water in front of you um, and looks like it's about to motion towards to attack you, we are going to take a short break and we will kick off this combat after the break because I think that's a perfect time for us to break there. Yes, it is. So we'll be back in a few minutes. Um, please watch the uh, the advert again from Bodie from Home in the Dude. Uh, and yes, we'll be back in a few minutes. Go get yourselves a drink, cool off for a second, uh, and we'll be back with some combat after the break.
this is Matt, your Dungeon Master from Malt and Magic, and we have something very exciting to share with you all from Malt and Magic HQ. Have you ever dreamt of role-playing a pirate or privateering crew? Do you crave the thrill of adventure in the clouds? If so, then you will love Sky Zephyrs, the new Kickstarter project from our friends at Home in the Dude. Sky Zephyrs is a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons mechanic overlay that lets you create your own pirate heroes, be that in the sky, in space, or on land, and live out your privateering desires within any campaign setting. But don't just take our word for it, let's hear from Bodhi at Home in the Dude themselves. Are you like me, a fan of piracy or privateering um, out in your D&D campaign? Well, check this out. We have been working on a brand new airship combat system that means you and your privateer crew can now take to the skies and pillage at new heights. Within this system, you will get three-dimensional dynamic movement and combat rules. You'll get a brand new updated aircrew system, as well as brand new spells, items, creatures, and example airships for you to use in your campaign, as well as crews to put on them. But I think the coolest part about all of this is we have a custom shipbuilder application that will allow you to customize and build your very own airship. It means you and your team can have exactly what you want as you take on the skies. If you're interested in any of that, check out our Sky Zephyrs Kickstarter here at Homie and the Dude. Sounds exciting, right? So if you want to experience the thrill of Sky Zephyrs for yourself, we encourage you to support their Kickstarter project. By pledging your support, you'll not only get access to the overlay, but also exclusive rewards and bonuses, so do not miss out on this amazing opportunity. To pledge your support, simply visit maltandmagic.co.uk forward slash H-A-T-D-K-S. That's maltandmagic.co.uk forward slash H-A-T-D-K-S. Thank you for listening and happy gaming. This is Danny, and you're listening to the Malt and Magic Podcast. If you're enjoying the show so far, don't forget to check out the live-action antics Mondays at 7.30pm UK time, over on twitch.tv forward slash malt and magic. The VOD episodes will land on our YouTube channel each Friday following the Monday stream. Also, please leave our podcast a rating and send us your feedback. We do love to hear from you. Now, let's get back to the show. Hey yo! Hello. Hello! We are back. We're all still very sweaty and very tense hot. Tense music! Very tense music. Um, so yes, thank you all for joining us again. Uh, thank you for sort of being with us for the first half. Hope you're all continuing to join us for the second half as we enter into this combat now. Um, so, being on the river... Yeah, Lex, you had cast the spell to enlarge this boat. Um, which is now just sort of bobbing against the shore quite nicely. Um, I'm going to say, for the sake of it, Cog has sort of latched on to the rope 
and it's just sort of dug themselves into the sand as this creature is <laughs> emerged out of the the water in front of you um, and we are straight into combat then with Lex being first up what would you like to do I would like to use suggestion please you would like to use suggestion very good Go yes that's uh, so a wisdom 14 saving throw from the elemental fucking hope this works <laughs> i need a water like dice that'll do yeah yes Ooh. um wisdom Damn. saving throw two hey <laughs> <laughs> awesome um i did not expect it to work so my suggestion will be Take us safely to the crystalline isle in this boat and leave. And then leave. Very good. Combat <laughs> over. See ya. Very, very good with the uh, suggestion spell there. Um, let's just double check. Uh, read that spell for me, please. It will pursue the course of action you described to the best of its ability. Can it? Does it have to understand you? Oh, don't tell me it's fucking deaf or something. Creatures that can't be charmed are immune. I can magically influence a creature I can see within range that can hear and understand you. You're going to tell me you don't speak. Come on. <laughs> doesn't speak common, that's for sure. <clears throat> did you say it in anything well, else that you know that I don't even know if it was going to work well I remind me of the language you speak abyssal, celestial, common, modron and primordial you work through all of those languages and as you hit on that final one primordial your natural intellect kicks in <laughs> and you shift into a a form of primordia that comes out as the sound of bubbles and waves crashing um, and yeah, sort of water trickling and you see the demeanour of this elemental torrent of water just begin to settle down as it then just sort of dives into the water and the boat itself just lifts up on this almost surge of water that just raises mm. it up out of the out of the floor. Alexis uh, is taking our combat. boat. No, no, it's getting the boat. It's taking us to the crystalline isle. It's giving Lex us a ride. Ordo, take a point of inspiration for avoiding the fight. <laughs> I've already got one. How do I say I've got two? You oh. can give it to somebody else. If you already have one, I'll you can give, give it, it to somebody. Dave. Go, oh, cheers. Very good. Nice. So, yeah. No what um, today? I, I am sorry. Um, what what has just no, happened? Now we're not going to have a fight. No, no, um, no. There's going to be another well, one in ten minutes. <laughs> okay, cool. I convinced uh, this lovely creature to take us to the crystalline isle instead of trying to kill us. We just need to sit in the boat. Oh, I saw the ride. I was under the assumption you summoned it, or <laughs> no, no, what? I'm not that strong yet. Oh. But I have um, conversed with it, and we are having a cord 
temporarily. Okay. How temporarily? Um, well, it's going to take <laughs> us to the Crystalline Isle and then leave, hopefully. Oh. What if... Will it? Uh, will your um, uh, power over it uh, last that long? Yeah, <clears throat> as long as I concentrate, it should get us there. As long Cass as it take longer Cassis, than hours. No, do not distract him. Right. Well, that's the question now. Get your finger out of there. Well. I suppose we get in the uh, in the boat. Yep. Okay. That's the best first round of a fight I've ever had. <laughs> I feel like I've uh, took totally a fight away from the viewers. <laughs> Screaming bloody murder! <laughs> we want death. We want death. Right, I've now got to do a uh, conversion of feet per second to miles per hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay. One of my favourite things is making you do maths. <laughs> Ten miles an hour, this thing can travel at. Holy, that's pretty good. It's about, what, 14 knots? Not that anyone understands what knots are. <laughs> so, ten miles an hour... Down this river with the river speed as well. I'm going to say that's one, two, three. You can get to the crystalline island in four hours. Holy crap. Come on, we've got a speedboat. <laughs> so, literally, as Cog sort of lets go of the rope and settles right on the, the prow, right on the front of this small little rowboat that you've got, as it's sort of the water is just bubbling around it, holding it in place. Um, Carsis being the tallest will then just sort of gently step into the middle of the boat and sit down on the central seats. It doesn't rock. Um, Carsis still has Tirasoro drawn. Um, and they look a little bit concerned, but generally they're going on with it. They're just going to lay Tirasoro across their lap. This is Selflex. I'm blaming you. Yes, we are, um, well, in prime place for an ambush, if it does decide it doesn't like you anymore. Well, <clears throat> it can't currently think otherwise, other than the instruction I have given it, so we're, we're safe for now. No, well... I mean, if you want to go back to fighting it, I can always just cancel what I'm doing. Really, no. No. Yeah, that's what I thought. Getting about... Well, okay. Authoritative Lex. This is quite. I haven't fun. meditated this morning. <laughs> Jewel hops into the boat. Very true. I've got my tits out and I haven't meditated. <laughs> Where's your memo? Good. So, as all three of you step into this boat now, you feel the sort of the boat raise up slightly before it is then drawn forward and you rock it off at a speed down this river as you just sort of and Lex you very quickly realise that when Carsis said you should just take your shirt off 
you should have just taken your shirt off as water is just <laughs> splashing all over you everywhere. This is like the most epic that. white water rapid trip going, except for the fact that the boat never seems to look like it's going to capsize at all. It catches every wave, every bump, and it is smooth. And eventually you all just begin to settle into it. Um, I am, however, for those the first 10 minutes, going to ask everybody to make me a constitution saving throw, please. <laughs> Show. <laughs> I've rolled for Carsis. Uh, oh, I'm going to use magical problem. guidance because that first roll, I don't want to find out what happens with that. <laughs> um, I mean, it's fairly middle of the road, 12. 12 is fine. 16 is better. I rolled a 1, Dave. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that second roll is loads better. I'm not going to lie, I may have had to make you do a concentration check on that one as well then, if you'd have rolled a one. Um, but all of you, there's a moment where as you surge off in the first ten minutes, you're rocking and bouncing around, you're a bit like, that fish is about to come back up, but no, you all settle into it, and eventually the thrill of this roller coaster ride takes over you. What are, what are you all going to do for the next four hours while you rock it down this road? Well, for the first ten minutes, first of all, I'd like to point out that, that um, Jewel is doing that perf no, he's doing that perfect like suspension thing on the legs. So basically just like, oh, yeah, the body yeah. stays there and the, you know, the legs are just doing this to compensate. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I'm just there looking very smug. Yeah, I mean, probably just a mixture between taking in the sights and in that also going where that is it around this next corner, this massive thing we're looking for because we don't quite know, um, as well as being, you know, any second we might have to lash out at the water. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, uh, so as you, as you continue to bounce and barb and eventually you go down these small sort of waterfalls or these small rapids as well um, but the elemental takes care of it all for you you just sort of whoop, drop down you get that feeling in your stomach as when you drive too fast over a small bump or a small hill and you sort of descend down and sort of your stomach rises up to your chest and then back down again um, everybody make mis uh, perception checks please Cool. <clears throat> Come on. Ooh, 20 Absolute balls. Uh, eight. Cassis, gold, bloody hell. Minus three on perception. Fucking hell, that's shit, innit? <laughs> Roll for Cassis. He got an 11. Mm -hmm. They got an 11. Very good. So as you're rocketing down this river, there's a moment where you see two look, look like large shapes either side of the river, um, but you're moving too fast, too quick to get any view of what they are and continue on down. Um, the hours pass and you continue to sort of bob around and bounce around and eventually the river begins to widen and the current begins to slow somewhat as you centre into the middle of this wide river now becoming almost as wide as you can see. Um, it is vast. And eventually you get that smell of sea air, maybe? Um, 
and you can see land in front of you. And what is immediately obvious is that this land is strange. You can see the coastline, but almost as you look at the coastline, there is this blue glow to the land in front of you. Lex, I think we have found it. Coming up on our destination, land ahoy and all that. This is where I am nervous that um, this thing takes your uh, description. Well, um, also try and remember to get the boat as soon as it lets us go. Ah, yeah. Yeah, this is where Cautious it may get a little exciting. Um, are we jumping off as soon as it uh, stops? Yeah, it makes makes sense because <clears throat> then we can be ready just just in case it decides to turn on us. Yes. <clears throat> also, let us hope that the fact that the island is glowing blue is not a reason for it to uh, be some sort of um, arcane barrier. Hopefully we can make the shore. Uh, that's a good point. Well, it's going to have defences, right? Of course it is. Almost definitely. Well, we knew that when we were left. <laughs> okay. okay. So the boat slows down at this point, and very gently, uh, the boat is pushed up onto the shoreline of the the crystalline isle now which you very quickly realize why it gets its name as the boat um now there is a feeling that washes over you that we are going to come back to in just a moment but i Joel describe launches off as okay. you said uh you jump off um so as you disembark from the boat onto the shoreline of, of the crystalline isle you are greeted by a mesmerizing sight and it's very clear very quickly where that blue glow was coming from the coastline and indeed as far as you can see is adorned with these magnificent displays of large blue crystals that just erupt out of the ground and jut out of the ground and they glisten in the afternoon sun or midday sunlight i should say um they are smooth and polished, creating this stunning contrast against the the waters that now just sort of lap against the, the crystalline isle and against the shore and against the boats. You feel Lex and Carsis as being the only two sort of as you step off the boat and you see a surge of water that just disappears and the boat begins to sort of just bob further and further up onto the shore before it digs into the sand and is, is stuck there, basically. Um, now, these crystals that you see all around you, they vary in size. They vary from these towering monoliths that are easy, uh, easily the size of some of the ancient trees you've seen um, to these smaller formations that just dot this, this very sandy beach. Um, each crystal has this captivating luminescence, um, casts this very soft ethereal glow that 
pretty much bathes the shoreline, bathes yourselves, bathes the island in this soft, serene, but otherworldly light. As I've said, these crystals are this shade of blue. It is almost mesmerizing, reminiscent of the, the clearest sapphire. It's almost like they seem to pulse with energy. Lex, Carsis, you feel like they pulse with arcane energy. It's almost like there's a faint hum within the poor being in the presence of these crystals. And it's at that moment this effect washes over all of you. I need everybody to make me a constitution saving throw. Lex and Carsis at disadvantage, please. Dave. Oh. Okay. So it's not going to be a... I'm not going to get advantage because it's not a spell, it's an effect. Right, okay. Disadvantage. Con saviour. Fuck. Saving I okay. got a one, so that's a six. That's my worst one. Cassis is a plus two, so I'll roll for Cassis. <laughs> nice. A true 20. For a total of? Yeah. 20. Because my con, my con no, got, I remember that. <laughs> Cass has got nine. Every time I get a, a one, you get a 20. <laughs> so, Jewel, this wave of something hits you, but it almost just washes over you, and you just sort of stand there just looking as you see your two friends. Cassis immediately just a hand goes to their. Not quite their stomach, but actually the area where those rudens lie underneath their pectoral muscles. And it's almost like they're holding onto the heart for a second before they then just turn... <laughs> vomit. Lex, you feel this wave hit you and it just it paralyzes you for a moment. You can't move, you can't breathe, you can't blink, you can't speak. It's almost like you are just frozen in place and this lasts for one minute, two minutes while Cassis throws throws up, Chucks, has got, Chucks there gets up sorry um, and Jewel just sort of looks around confused you see Cog just boom, fall to the floor and then that, there's that moment where the wave sort of finishes washing over you and you too just um, I am going to say you are going to take six points of psychic damage. Okay. Whereas this is going to take four. There's Coggle right down. Cog is what? on the floor. What? What on earth just happened? Are you both okay? Uh, no, Cl clearly not. <clears throat> I, th I, th I think I'm okay now, but uh, <coughs> that was disgusting. Cog, cog, you, are you okay? The second and time I'll round is not so good. Well, well, well no. Them. I mean, I felt something over you? me, but uh, what was that? As Lex, as you go to pick Cog up. You are greeted by an inert, spherical, metallic, bronze-like ball. Almost the form that Cog is when they are asleep or shut down. 
tap on it. Cock. Cock. Are you in there? Are you responsive? And you sort of hold it. You can feel the gentle vibration within Cog, which you're used to, which tells you they're still functioning, at least. The only time you've not felt that was, well, the one time that Cog has almost shuffled off the mortal coil. Um, and slowly but surely, it's almost like it's a struggle. They've been taking my kit the night. Yeah. Um, it's almost like a struggle as Cog's eye just... <laughs> and then just snaps open and there's jerky movement to cog almost as if something is just interfering with their function just as a shits and giggles did anything happen to Tabitha Tabitha is nowhere to be seen Cassis what happened to Tabitha Cassis, you now see, is just looking around frantically and sort of looks in the boat and then closes their eyes for a second. You can still feel her, but she's, well, beyond. I'd have to try and summon her again. What? What just happened? It's got to be the natural protection. On this island. Yes. This is... This is weird. So continuing that description then, I'll say you begin to sort of walk a little bit further just to get away from this this sickening feeling and it doesn't lessen so much as you, you continue on through but you now walk between these huge great crystals and your footsteps begin to create this gentle crunching sound as you see that actually as you tread along the sand it's mixed with this these tiny fragments of this gemstone which seems to litter the island the air itself carries not just the the smell of salt from the seas but there's also this mineral smell um and almost like this subtle whisper of mystical energy from where you are on the coastline as i bring my new map back up um, you can just about see in the distance and I mean the far distance it being almost 30 miles away from where you are there is this single structure that stands taller than even the tallest of mana stones and the only reason you notice it is because right at the top the sunlight is reflected and it's almost like a star is shining in the daylight um, second to the light of the sun as this just reflection casts off it almost like the this candle burning in the middle um, and you can see as you look down it just then descends into fog or that distance like fog if that makes sense uh, Lex Cassis a quick question can you cast anything? That's a that's a good point. I I I want to check my my uh, my, my items, but um, well, without wasting it, I don't want to try. I will uh, try and just cast a message 
to speak to Jewel in her head, see if that works. Testing, testing, one, two, three. Make me an arcana check, please. 19. 19. You feel an instant connection with this spell. But were you only meant to send it to Jewel or Karsis, sorry? Jewel. Jewel. You instantly connect with all of your allies in the immediate vicinity, and this message just pulses out. Um, Jewel and Karsis both sort of wince as the the voice is louder than you expected in their heads. Booms out. Whoa! Steady on, Lex. Uh, I, I uh, that's not fun. I didn't mean to do that. Um, it's almost as if it was amplified somehow. That is... Um, well, <laughs> that is important information. Um, also... I may have been slightly distracted with this island. Did you actually pick up the boat? Um, no. no. <clears throat> I'll, I'll go do that now. So you've not gone very far. You quickly scamper back. I'll say for the sake of brevity, you very quickly just touch the gemstone. And you say that word. But even then, as you say that word, <laughs> there is a pulse of arcane power larger, still using that same arcane check, uh, arcana check you've just done larger than you expected not only does the boat shrink but you see two of these crystals that jut out of the the sand <laughs> shrink down as well I think we I have can to see why uh, I can see why the mages decided to set up camp here if it amplifies your power it must be formidable. Yes. Let us make sure we make a, uh, a good first impression. And do please let me know if you are struggle <coughs> struggling. It seems it is affecting both of you more than it is me. Yeah. <coughs> Maybe not use your uh, teleportation power. You yes, made it up further away than you thought. I, I fear I shall travel miles if I try it. It is a good job I did not try. I was considering it. Let's... Let's head towards the, um, the tower. Assuming, is what we yeah, can I'm see. assuming that's where we need to go. Yes. Um, hopefully we will, uh, oh. well, let's hope we make it there. Okay, so you all begin to venture off now with boat in the bag, um, and these stones continuing to just sort of not erupt but just tower over you and present this almost oppressive but mesmerizing aura over you all you begin to continue heading towards this glittering jewel in the distance this candle 
as it stands out in the horizon, just jutting out, casting this light of sorts. Um, can I ask everybody to make me a perception check, please? Ten. Bad rolls tonight. Bad rolls. Eight for me. And... Sixteen for Cassis. Sixteen for Cassis. So all of you sort of are just looking around, cautiously moving towards... And there's a moment where Cassis is head just snaps up as they feel the shadows swoop across the top you don't think we're alone well no. um, make sure we are not looking um, like a threat Jewel will actually lower her hood <clears throat> Okay. She wants to not be construed as trying to be hiding. Mm -hmm. Let us keep going. Okay, you continue to wander then. I need somebody to roll me. A D20, please. I have been rolling shit, but fuck it, why not? <clears throat> a three. Fuck's sake. A three. Very good, then. Second attack incoming. <laughs> it is indeed. I just need to very quickly export this map. So, talk amongst <laughs> yourselves for a minute. Oh, boy. It's like it's going to cast like. Oh no, it's cast is going to um, cast like Firebolt and we get Fireball. <laughs> well, I do that lightning bolt and it ends up just being some big fucking thunderstorm that kills everybody. <laughs> yeah. Are we gonna, yeah, we're going to get wild magic here. Ooh, that would be interesting. I wonder if he's not amplifying more to the point of amplifying but also adding uh, unpredictability. To anything that happens, they probably wouldn't have stayed so long if it was. They would just want it, want amplification, but uh, still could be fun. Yeah, I, I feel like we're gonna whatever spell we cast, I'm gonna have to roll a dice to determine what happens yeah. off the back of it. And I, Dave, really wants to cast Misty Step. Jewel, not <laughs> so much. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <clears throat> I hope it's not a wild magic field, though. Oh, can you imagine? It's Lex will not be happy. <laughs> well, the unpredictability of it. Um, so, your roll was a two, correct? Three. three. Excuse me. Oh, I feel like it's already been a long week. Oh, it's only Monday, mate. <laughs> Don't tell me um, <laughs> Very good. So, with a three. There's a moment as you all continue on, Jewel, this time with your hood down, and you're not being stealthy as such, hoping that these towering crystals are going to sort of 
hide your presence at least. But then there is just this. <laughs> this hulking creature just lands from the sky in front of you. Turns and rears up. Um, and as it rears up. Lex, suggestion right. again? Suggestion now? <laughs> <laughs> To find the page. So you see this draconic like creature. Indeed, looks very much like a dragon. Um, but you all very, very quickly notice that whereas oh, dragon is usually just wizard. scales, this dragon has golden runes lining its body. Fuck. As it rears up. We come in peace. Lands back down. You speak to it and it just sort of lays back down and this head just comes down towards you and a single eye looks down on you. And I'm still trying to find the right fucking page so bear with me just a second. <laughs> Because for some reason this PDF is not loading correctly. Definitely a Bilbo Baggins um, and Smaug like you know image in my head. Baggins. Just like you know, enormous head, tiny little creature. <laughs> yeah. I we just wanted to um um I, I just wanted to gaze on upon your magnificence. <laughs> yes. So to describe this creature again to you, so this blue-coloured dragon-like creature with. Um, sort of a, a cream or cream coloured scales on its underside and this singular cream coloured horn that protrudes from the front of its skull these golden runes that line the blue scales of its body in the very edge of the wings um, as it then just folds its wings in and the eye's just going to flick towards you whoso disturbs the isle Next. Friends of Artemisia. Oh, yes. Who is this Artemisia? She uh, was a member of the Crystalline Circle. I'm assuming you're, you're also a member. What do you know of the Circle? Oh, only what she told us. Um, she she hired us to investigate something that was disturbing her work, which I'm assuming is also your work. And we're hoping we can work together to uh, solve the mystery of her murder. We we met her um, as as the senior archonist at the uh, Helentha Lyceum. She sent us on our first job together. Zephyrath knows no Artemisia, knows no Lyceum. Ah. Are you... Could you maybe take us to the people who do? I am not a delivery creature. 
Are you in alliance with the wizards of the tower? I am bound by them. They are the ones we, we, we wish to speak to. They do know Artemisia. Dragon blinks for a moment. I cannot let strangers pass. You must be tested. Mailed. Ah, <laughs> uh, like a spelling test or uh, mathematics? At this point, the dragon is just going to rear up, and as they rear up, they then just open their mouth and <laughs> lightning streaks into the sky as they then land back down on their feet. Um, and I need everybody to roll me some initiative. Fuck it. <clears throat> I had to Absolutely. very quickly go through all my other notes there because you threw me a total fucking curveball. Garbage tonight. What, what am I talking about? I very quickly had to bring up my notes to remember one. <laughs> well, no, it was just the, the suggestion on the elemental. I was like, oh, fuck me, there's no fight there. Straight <laughs> to all the other shit we planned. Uh, in this uh, show, Lex got a 17. Uh, so, you rolled the Cassis. Cassis got 23. Oh, you fighter. 17. 23. Jewel? 9. 9. Out of place is what Jewel is at the moment. <clears throat> yes. Very good. Right. Uh, Albert. The map's not so good this time because. Yeah. Because we landed it on Done you. On the fly. <laughs> Done on the fly. Do, 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 do. Okay, why well, have I lost my options? This is not the time to be fucking around. There we go. I didn't realise Albert had an initiative trackability to it as well. It does. I've added that in, but we're not using it. Nice. Um, oh, I don't really want to piss off a dragon. <laughs> oh, lightning bolt's not going to work, is it? <laughs> <laughs> that is a very good dispute. <laughs> Um, assumption there by Lex. You motherfuckers. Suppose it's okay. time to um, pull up a Carsis. Let's open scene. I might ironically do Dragon's Breath. And sit. <laughs> <laughs> so, let's put characters on. One, How the hell do you two, use Carsis? Three. Four, even though Cog's kind of inactive at the minute. And then... So, 
just for um, the sake of giving credit where credit's due, this beast we are about to uh, fight or be tested by is courtesy of the Mutated Monsters manual, um, which is, I believe, from Dice Dungeons. So, big shout out to them. The only thing I'm not happy with is that they've not given me the VTT, the token, to use. They've given me every other token but that one. <laughs> which is really disappointing, so I can't show it. Well, I suppose I could make a very quick one, but yeah, fuck it, we'll do that. Screenshot. Bear with me, sorry, I'm just dicking around now. Right, so, so hang on a minute. We're gonna ha we're gonna have to we're gonna have to go under a test by basically just trying to beat the crap out of this thing, which is very enemy isk. So we're saying that we want to go and help them. We want to go and meet them when we are no enemy, and yet we bludgering their guardsmen. Thoughts? Yeah. Well. You know, just because we're rolled initiative doesn't mean we have to fight. You could try pedicure, you know. <laughs> if we can figure out what the test is, if the, if it's a test of... He, we, he said we're not the enemy. We said we're not the enemy, so the test is him calling our bluff on that. So if we don't attack him, what happens? Fair cop. It's a very good point. Or is it just a test of power? I don't know. <clears throat> Is it that you only know someone when you fight them? <laughs> Either way, I don't like our chances. Oh, no. Especially the fact we have to understand that what an Earth Cartis is able to do. I can help you on that front. Today. Yeah, I think Seducer. it'll be... Seducer. Well, Seducer. <laughs> yeah, you know. Make <laughs> little dragon babies. <clears throat> Um, I'm sure he'll do Blade Song, something funky, and then yeah, do some stuff. Do 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 do. do. Where are we? Need to the the window. Uh, titty bit, yeah. Titty bit. Firebolt. How many times can you uh, put? Absorb elements, you know, or do absorb elements? Can he do it on all three of us? <laughs> there we go. Nice, tight. In fact, I'm going to say it's it's there. Let's, let's let's have a look at that bad boy. Look at that. Yes, there we go. You beauty. As I say, courtesy of Mutated Monsters, um, which I supported on Kickstarter, which is very lots of fun. Um, so yes. We will launch into this combat. Now I've sorted my shit out. Apologies for that, folks. Um, <coughs> very good. So, first up is Karsis. What would Karsis like to do? Panic. No, do that's Ka us. Um, do you think Karsis is going to do Blade Song and go fucking nuts on it? Mm. Karsis is quite intelligent. Low no, wisdom. So, what do we think Karsis is... The only test they are... They will think of is... Like, Fight. fighting pit tests. Yeah. So, let me... Let me say this one. So, I'm going to say Karsis is intelligent. They're not sure what this test is, but they're also faced by this huge 
blue runic dragon. Yep. They are going to go into Blade Song. Yeah. As a bonus action. Makes perfect and sense. And then they will hold their action to attack. Yes. If they are then attacked. Cool. I like it. That is good. I like your style. Okay. Um, so that will be Carsis's go. And then over to Lex. What are you going to do? I will move the <laughs> next to Jules and just say, trust me, and I'll touch her shoulder and I'll cast protection from energy and I'll choose lightning damage. I trust you, Lex. Nice. Um, Very nice. So you, you now have resistance to lightning damage. Putting that on there, damn. Resistance to light ending. Hopefully you won't die this week now. <laughs> Watch me. <laughs> <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> so, let's stick a coloured ring on Jewel. I'll say that's a blue aura then to protect you from nice. lightning damage. Is that a concentration spell, Lex? Oh, good question. Let me double check. Concentration up to an hour. Concentration... So, I'll use that one. Boom, and let's just. And, oh, that time. oh, I can use. Oh, I can, can I use Twin Spell to cast it on myself as well? <clears throat> if it's a touch spell, because so you can target a second creature in range with the same spell, as long as the spell can't be incapable of targeting one one creature. So I could use three sorcery points and meet and go and me and Jewel have resistance to lightning damage. I'm going to allow it because I don't see why not. <gasps> Boom. The willing creature you touch has resistance to one damage. Yeah, so it's one creature, one action, twin spell, go for it. Done. That's it's three sorcery points, but I think it's worth it. Just <laughs> well played, that's a good round. Um, now I do need an arcana check, please. Oh, fuck, it is going to be this. <laughs> from me? From everybody? Yes. Just from me, you're the one casting the spells. Oh, oh shit, yeah, it's going to go nuts, isn't it? Everyone well, cast that, that on Carsis and the dragon. <laughs> the spell functions as you mean it to. <laughs> What's I forgot that? about that, you know. Yeah, I did completely. And we even spoke about Anything it like else three on your minutes turn. ago. No. No. Because the meta magic stuff is a bonus action. And I've used my action and I've moved and I'm good. Very good. It is then this dragon's turn, so it's currently blocked slightly by this mana magic stone thing. Um, it is then going to step, sort of just shuffles forward a little bit, and its eye flashes towards the three of you. Um, I need all three of you to make wisdom saving throws, please. Ah, oh, fuck, Cassis is going down. Why do I feel like we need to fail this, though? That's the thing. Well, I got a 20. Well, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but Carsis got 
This a is two. a wiz wisdom saving throw, yeah? Master's got two. Six. Rolling <laughs> that garbage. So, you need to put that away. You're going away, mate. Jewel and Karsis are both frightened of this creature <laughs> for the next minutes. Lex, however, you stand there as this presence and the, as the eye stares at you all and you just almost stare back um, unaffected. You are now also immune to this effect. For the next 24 hours. Cool, I was already scared. Bye! <laughs> As a little bit of poo comes out of Karsis <laughs> and Jewel, and the dragon is then just going to look towards the three of you. Impressive, you auntie. Did I go? pass the test? <laughs> no. <Come on. laughs> Jewel. Great, um, hang, bye, and um, <laughs> she will just use <laughs> use her action to pull up her cloak, and then, <laughs> yeah, um, five, ten, fifteen, twenty, twenty-five, yeah, that'll do, um, and. That will definitely include a bonus action hide. <clears throat> okay, so you then hide. Just double checking that. With hood up. Yes, there uh, we go. Yeah, make me a stealth check, please. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Do you know what? I haven't used that dice much. See if you're any better. Yes, you are rolling better. Good. Uh, stealth check. Fuck no. All got advantage anyway, let's just find out. Nope, that's not better. Uh, 24. 24. Very good. Anything else in your turn? No. <laughs> okay. The dragon is going to take a legendary action. Of course it is. At this point. Of course. And it's going to look. You see the runes on its side just glow. And they sort of surge up around the head. And the eyes glow gold for a minute. And the eye. And it just. Its head scans around the battlefield. Is it going to make a perception check? Uh, what did you roll for stealth? 24. Impressive, Tabaxi. I see you not. Jewel lets out a tiny little. Carsis. <laughs> <laughs> His action's gone, so his reaction's I kind of don't want to attack it, because he's not attacking us. <clears throat> Do uh, you think we hands. hold the action still until it attacks? I really hate doing anything other than that. I'm just trying to think if there's anything... Um, I mean... I mean, how does he... Do, do, oh, yeah, presumably, actually, because yeah, we said he's only taken us about four hours, that Mage Arm is still up on both of you from him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, does he... <laughs> what about he goes invisible? <laughs> yeah, fuck it, go invisible. 
good shout. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I mean, he's gonna he's gonna use the same same sort of level. It's either that or mirror image, and I'm pretty sure that invisible is probably more his style. Okay. Their style. Invisibility. Invisibility. Uh, that's presumably second level. It's the second yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah. Um, make me an Arcana check for Cassis, please. Will the prepared action he they have already had still count if it went in the dragon attacks? No. No, it's, it's, it's after this round, so it's gone, and so it's is his reaction. Not that that matters. Um, Arcana check. Oh. You doing that, Danny? They have a, they have a yeah. plus seven. Plus seven. Plus seven. What a... Come on. Natural 20 as well. So 27. Nice. So, again, this magic surges out and the Karsis being the most attuned to magic here, being the person that studied the raw form of magic and the way magic works in a scientific sense, um, they feel something. There's something subtly different about this land. Um, but... <laughs> they go invisible um, and I'm going to say with a natural 20 rather than invisibility they cast true invisibility oh shit just out of interest what's the difference between true and greater I true sight can't see it to... I think true true or is it greater invisibility I'm thinking of Greater invisibility is the one where you can actually cast other stuff and attack while staying invisible, I believe. Um, uh, true invisibility, spells. I have no idea. I don't think true invisibility is a thing. I'm making it up. It's greater cool. invisibility is the one I'm looking for. So yes, they cast greater invisibility um, instead for a minute. Wow, nice. Very good. Anything else on Cast's turn? Nope. No. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, we'll have another legendary action, and again. <laughs> the runes light up and the eyes flash for a minute um, ooh, can I have some fun yes I will okay so we're going to treat Karsus's spell as a fourth level spell nice even though they've cast it at second level because of the nature of this place yep. Um but there is this wave of magical energy that rolls off. Um, now I just need to check Dispel Magic. Is it an area of effect or... Choose one creature, object for magical effect. So I need to make an ability check. So it's 14 is going to be the DC. 
And this is a spellcasting ability check. This is for Karsis to resist it or something? This is for Karsis to maintain invisibility, basically. Okay. Um, so the dragon is, this... is now trying to dispel this invisibility. <clears throat> basically casting dispel magic. Yeah. And rolls not great. Um, a 10. Ah, bugger. So... Carsis is still invisible because the DC was 14. I believe that's the way that one works. Yeah. Cool. So that's fine. Sorry, it's a bugger there and that took me through me off. So yes, the, the dragon sort of this there's this pulse of gold arcane energy that comes off it and it washes over the three of you. And again, just this subtle voice rolls out. <laughs> Very good. Using the power here for your own. Lex. If he's cast a spell magic, does that impact me? Or is it just that cast? No. Targets one creature or. Good. Good, effect. good, good, good. I will. Prepare a chromatic orb in my hand, mm -hmm. and it will be just this bubbling orb of acid. And I'll cast it at third level. So I'll hold my action. You're holding it. I don't want. I don't want to attack you, but I'm ready. <clears throat> oh, I don't want to attack you, but I'm ready. What is the test? Very good. So you hold that. Uh, make me an arcana check, please. Blows up in my face. Ooh, 22. Ooh, 22. Nice. So that begins to roil and bubble. And you can feel the magical essence, the aura, the energy around you. Um, can I say with a 22, you don't have to chalk off this spell slot. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. I like this so place. Cast it for free, essentially. Uh, just out of interest, yeah. is it only when rolling arcane checks when they are casting spells and not using magical items? Cool. Nobody's used a magical that's, item. That's fun, Ed. Uh, well, I was just thinking that actually the cloak is a magical item. So, in using its effect of putting the hood up. Uh, okay, I didn't realise you were... Yes, of course, you were then using that to go invisible. Uh, we'll leave it for now. That's fine. But I probably should have done something like that just for the sake of brevity. Um, so, the the dragon is then going to look towards you, Lex. The test is whatever I make it. And they are going to go 5, 10, to there. No, they're not. I'm going to just move to there. And then they are going to flick their tail out. <laughs> towards you that is going to be a 26 to hit fucking hell yeah there's no point using shield on that but it's going to get chromatical to the face in return so that's good mm -hmm. uh, so you're going to take 7 9, 10, 11, 12 maths 
Maths, maths, maths. 19 points of bludgeoning damage as this tail oh, shit. smacks you. Um, so I need a concentration check, please. Yeah. An <clears throat> 8 or higher. Oh, 10 or higher. Uh, yes. It was a 12. Oof. So you maintain concentration on that protection from energy. And then it's getting a chromatic orb now. And then you just stand and oof, throw it. Fuck. Nine to hit. <laughs> so as you throw this chromatic orb, the dragon just ducks its head and the orb just <laughs> splatters over it and you see the scales just almost shine blue. Um, and the gold runes just surge again. <laughs> You'll have to do better than that. Um, that is it to go. Jill. Seeing it attack Lex and knowing that we're now going to be in with trying to get this thing. <clears throat> um, she's she's still frightened of it, which will mean that she has disadvantage. Yes, on attack rolls. Oh, um, I believe actually. Sorry, you can. Repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn. So I need a, a wisdom saving throw from both you and Cassis times two, I believe. Cassis got a 19. Cassis is no longer frightened. 10 and another one? Yeah. Worse. Okay, so you are still frightened. <clears throat> um... Okay, still frightened, and presumably, is it bright daylight where we are? Uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. So it will be, uh, she'll pull out her hand crossbow, say pull out, it's already like, attached to her hand. Uh, mm -hmm. We'll load it and fire. So that will be... Probably going to want to move. Yeah, so I can actually it, see. Um, so what, five... 10. Yep, that'll do. Haven't got any closer, I don't think. Um, can see it and therefore can't use steady aim, so it will just be a disadvantage roll. Attack a disadvantage. Yeah, so a brrr, 15 to hit. Brrr. 15 as you fire this crossbow, the bolt just. <laughs> streaks towards the dragon and <laughs> catches against the scales and skitters off. We are only doing this to protect ourselves. You avert one of then ours. Show me. Uh, anything else on your turn? <clears throat> uh, yeah, just so I'm just moving the map because then I shall... So that was 510. Mm. Nah, that's not very useful. And you can also do this. Okay, do you know what? Sod it. Um, yeah, you. Due to her fear, she will use feline agility, um, and therefore will double her movement, so she can actually then get behind this. Behind the big bastard. Uh, for another bonus action hide. Okay. 
So roll stealth, please. Cool. Another twenty-four. Another twenty-four. Uh, at the end of your turn, then seeing you sort of dash off and uh, use your feel and agility, the dragon loses sight of you for a moment. But again, the eyes glow up. And it will use its detect ability, which with a perception check of 24. Meets. Meets. Um, so I'm going to say they just see you dart behind this. You don't necessarily know they've seen you. Um, um, up until... Going and up. can I roll again for frightened? Yes. At the end of your turn. Wisdom saving throw. 12. Still no, if you're still frightened. Wisdom saving throw 14, sorry. Wisdom 14, still not enough. Cool. Still frightened. This is going to go well. Uh, at the end of your turn, then, it is then Carsus's go. Now, Lex has been attack attacked, so. It's now up to you what you want to do with Carsus. Uh, Wait, song is on. What we doing. Attack! <clears throat> attack! We could do. We could do Tear of Sorrow with the bonus action, that other blade. With the two weapon fighting. Uh, yeah, could... I mean, he's not frightened. I was the only one who was frightened, I think. So. Oh no, Cassis rolled it off. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, we could Anything else we can also do, like, in, like the spell, yeah, the precision blade to or shadow blade. He usually yeah, does shadow do blade, the... doesn't it? The precision blade could be good to then could we get to pick the type of damage we do afterwards. Cool. Yeah, do that then and don't pick lightning. <laughs> so it'll attack with Tear of Sorrow. Yep. Which is a plus eight to hit. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, no, actually. Which is twenty-four to hit. I do believe that hits. It does, so as Carsis just sort of streaks forward invisible, um, still invisible as well, and just slices across with Tear of Sorrow. Cuts in through the scales and across some of these golden runes, which sort of spark as Tear of Sorrow connects. Roll damage, please. 1d6 plus 5. Are you adding on the precision blade to that? That is N piercing damage, and then I will use Wisp's Cut Precision Blade as a bonus action spell. So one point of damage of... What do we think Carsus would do? Necrotic? I don't think they'd do Radiant. Psychic? Psychic. That's a good one. Psychic it is. Yeah, okay, so one psychic point of psychic. I think it does two, doesn't it? Uh, In five foot radius sphere, set another target impacting for one point of each of the chosen damage one types. Just say if it's each... equal to your proficiency modifier, so you get to choose three. Oh wow! Okay. Oh okay. So psychic. So you could just do three psychic. Three, right. three psychic, surely, yeah. Has yeah. to be separate. Okay. Okay. Uh, necrotic and one point necrotic. This is a force one there or something. Yeah, why not a force yeah. one? Yeah. 
Yeah, there you go. Yeah. 1.4. So as Cassis cuts through with Tear of Sorrow, and then there's these three sort of ethereal strikes that just <laughs> each flash a different colour, Cassis would know that those strikes dealt the damage expected. No more, no less. Yeah, cool. Okay. Never You picked them well. Uh, anything else Carsis wishes to do? They are still invisible. Do we attempt to get them to move away? Or is that a bit... I would I would move back out of range if we could, yeah. Because they can't see us, so you might not get an opportunity attack, right? Will just be a disadvantage. So, yeah, move, move Carsis away again then. Okay, so you move Carsis away. I'm going to attach that properly. Because I'm not sure why it didn't attach. There we go. So you move Carsis away. The dragon sensing something moving. It's going to take a swipe with the claws. A disadvantage. That was a 22 or... Thirteen with a natural one. Oh, 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 oh. Plus twelve to hit that. Lucky there. Yeah, so that yeah, yeah, that's not great. So just <laughs> rakes the floor. <laughs> Interesting. Anything else on Cast's turn? I think that's it, isn't it now? Um, Bonus action, action. That yeah, that's pretty good. Flex. I will. Rummage around in my bag of holding. Pull out this orb, which is <laughs> swirling with black smoke. I'm going to chuck it at the head as I chuck the orb of smoke at the dragon's head. <laughs> to create a thick smoke uh, destruction. Make, make me a ranged attack, please. So it'll be a d20 plus your dexterity modifier. Oof. Eight. Yeah, so I might use magical guidance. Up to you. To re-roll it. Fucking right, I'm going to re-roll that. Is Shot. <laughs> more about just accuracy on the on the throw. Oh fuck's sake! Okay, <laughs> I got a seven. So no. you you throw this orb, and it doesn't quite get towards the head. It sort of explodes on the midriff, but it's enough to distract this. Dragon, it's black smoke opens up for is it a thirty foot radius? I believe. Yeah. It might be no, alarm yourself. Smoke bomb. I think it's a ten foot radius actually. I'm just well. I'm, it's a just a custom item in my bag. It's not a proper item. That's so fine. It's just um, thick smoke distraction. Yeah, no. So if I remember rightly, it's it's a smaller radius because it's. <laughs> disappear ninja type smoke bomb yeah um so yeah we'll say small 10 uh, foot radius this thing and the dragons just sort of simple trinkets um but you do have a moment to move if you wish <laughs> just move your character don't worry about the additions i will sort the additions <laughs> i was trying to just pick them yeah so i uh, i'll move behind the rock okay so you move behind the rock um, which gives you half cover, we will say. I'll take it. As the smoke then dissipates, the dragon's just going to look around. <laughs> well, if you're all going to hide, 
Let's make it interesting. Um. Yeah. Oh, we're gonna die. We're gonna die. Harry over of effect. <laughs> it's not an area of effect, funny enough. Um, the dragon is going to pick a direction, so I need. How many is that? Three, six, and twelve. Let's roll a d12. And gold. Five. One, two, three, four, five. So it's going to literally send a bolt of lightning this way. As it just opens its mouth and <laughs> lightning just lashes across the ground, and you see it then connects with this mana stone here, um, magic stone thing, and you see the lightning then collects in it and just <laughs> and it bounces once, <laughs> twice, three times, four times, and there's just these small cluster of stones which all begin to glow now with this blue energy brighter and brighter um but that's all it does and that will be it to go jewel uh fucking hell um Okay, um, still frightened, we'll move 5, 10, and presumably can just mm -hmm. see uh, this creature, so we'll fire again. Yep. At disadvantage. Just checking, it will be at I think it's at disadvantage now. anyway, down to the range, but... Very good point, yes. Um, guys, have you thought about trying to use the stones? Uh, I mean, can't, I'm sure. 14. 14. <laughs> and it just doesn't fly far enough and <laughs> hits down into the dirt just shy of the dragon. Marvellous. Bonus action hide. 5, 10. <laughs> cool. Um, the dragon's going to look at the bolt where it's fallen and sort of spins its body around then. Um, 17. Wisdom save. 17 is a magic number as you break out of this fear now. And you are all three immune to this effect for 24 hours. Okay. Um, we'll be yes. dead in one hour. We'll oh, use um, a legendary action then. Oh, and I hid for 28 this time. 28, very good. Remember that number, please. Um... Yeah, it's going to use a legendary action again to just try and find that invisibility spell. It's just going to emanate this wave of energy out to try and dispel that. So, again. And that is going to succeed. So this time, the invisibility just wears off. There you are, little tiefling. Uh, that's its legendary action. Castles to go. What do they want to do? I'm thinking we've tried other damage types. Should we try fire? Oh, 
Yeah, because we have we've not ruled them out. We've actually ruled in three of them. But yeah, we might as well know more. So we might as well try fire. That's a cantrip. Also, <clears throat> don't have to use a spell slot as well. So plus seven to hit with a fireball. Hit Roman Arcana. Check, please. Oh God, he's also got plus seven on Arcana. Look at this. Oh, 16 on the Arcana. 16 on the Arcana. Yep. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, but he did roll a natural 20 to hit. Fucking game. So 27 to hit. So the spell is cast as normal. You throw this firebolt and with a natural 20, double that damage for me, please. 4d10 coming at you. damage. Twenty-nine fire damage. Twenty-nine points of fire damage. Very good. Anything else on cast is ten. Makes sense to give some half cover, right? And move behind one of these. Very yeah. good. So in the square. So I will say, as that fireball hits, <laughs> sort of burns across the dragon. Parts of the fire is just. <laughs> sucked towards that nearest stone here and its colour begins to turn to a more of a almost a purplish hue as orange light begins to emanate out from it and it just begins to glow orange Lex I will touch myself because yeah. I won't when I'm nervous no I will touch myself with, I will again make a little cog pill for me to swallow as I give myself dragon breath as a bonus action and then I will move, step out and I will use what damage do I want to use what damage do I want to use I will go with ice cold damage ice why not? Dex 14 okay. saving throw, please. Dex 14 saving throws. You just step out and... Ice crystals form in the air. You also charge up the crystals. Saving throw of... 17. Saves. So that's half damage. Very good. Which is... I rolled 12, so that's 6... Six cold points damage. of cold damage. Okay, as it takes that six points of cold damage, then you see ice crystals form and then just fall off of this dragon. Does the damage you expect? Oh fuck! Oh, Hang about. That's concentration, and I'm already concentration on the concentrating on the lightning damage resistance thing, so I can't okay, do that. So the lightning damage resistance is now gone. Well, yeah, yeah, the resistance is just gone now. That's all right. Yeah, <clears> fucked <throat> it. Fucked it. Sorry, everyone. Nah. So then, as your turn finishes, you've got you've only moved ten feet. Do you want to do anything else? Yeah. Movement wise. Fucking noise. Get back there. Get in a square. God damn it. <laughs> uh, my tip for you to move in your cat is click on the very top of Lex's head, and that will move them around. 
Thank you. Uh, very good. Um, so then, it is the dragons go, and at this point, the runes begin to glow very, very brightly. Um, and they grow brilliantly, brilliantly golden, and they shine up to where the throat is, and that just <laughs> seems to flash, and you can see sparks of lightning just form in the mouth as its breath weapon instantly recharges. And then it is just going to stand and sort of rears up and roars and then lands down. And as it lands, that roar turns into a... Enough! We are done. Step forth. No more harm will come from me. Are we all rolling insight on that or what? Yeah. Uh, do you know what? 100%. Well <laughs> well, well played on that. Uh, um, Ooh, 21 insight from Lex. 21. Yeah, 12. Rolling bad. 12. Cass has got 9. Nine. Nine. Okay, so Lex, you peep your head round and you can see that the dragon itself has just settled down. Its wings are folded in. It's laid with its front paws sort of down. Its neck's just arched up and it is laid there waiting, basically. So you get the impression that this dragon is now telling you the truth. Okay. Does that mean we pass the test? You have shown enough for now. Stop. Jaws going to peek ahead round the crystal to see what Lex and Carsters are doing. Okay. Who's next in the initiative order? Me. Jewel. I'll give you the nod as if it's okay. Oh. Okay, yeah. Cool. I mean, she 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 doesn't want to waste anything fun, so we'll just um, she'll move around up to move around up to up to Carsis then, keeping an eye on the dragon, and we'll hold her action. To dodge. Very good. So you can are you gonna hold an action to dodge or are you gonna take the dodge action? Oh yeah, take it take the dodge action, yeah. Take the dodge action. Very good. Um okay, so as you move up next to to Carsis then, Carsis is just gonna sort of look at you. I don't like the look of that stone glowing orange. No, I don't like any of this. But like I said, we're still. We are. The dragon said it's fine. So, and we, and we are here to, uh, well, not make enemies. No. Well, it's the only one with that tail again. I'm gonna. Well, it'll have made an enemy out of me. Carsis is then gonna go five, ten, fifteen, staying well away from that stone. Twenty, twenty-five to there. And just stands before the dragon, 
and is just going to place the point of tear of sorrow on the floor. Not as one. Now three. Lex, what are you doing? I will go to stand. Tip of the head. Off. Tip of the head. There you I'm go. I'm tipping over the heading. I'll go stand <laughs> next to Cassis. He's done it. Two. Come out, little kitty cat. Doesn't <clears throat> do anything on its turn. I'll move up. And... <clears throat> lower the hood and put the daggers back in the belt clip the crossbow closed and with that seeing all of you somewhat relax the dragon's shoulders just settle good only those with power may enter this island only those worthy of controlling it. I cannot give you entrance to the tower, but I can let you pass across the land. Do not take, do not steal, do not damage, or my wrath will be un... I don't know a word. I just literally fucking failed everything. But yeah, unleashed. My brain just went, yeah, words. <laughs> Blame the heat. Blame well, the my heat. wrath will be unleashed upon you. They are good terms. We will be happy to uh, oblige. Is it uh, just... the tower, tell them Zephyrath has tested you. Zephyrath. Any relation to Zephyrnir? You know, long lost younger brother? <laughs> Would Lex know that name? <laughs> no, I'm asking as me. <laughs> and I'm saying fuck all. <sighs> the cousin that actually did well. <clears throat> Very good. Well, so we're out of combat. With yeah. that, as the dragon sort of parts this knowledge onto you, it then... Do not touch the stones that glow. Give them a wide berth. They will settle in time. For now, I fly. <laughs> One pump, two pump, three pump. Great big flaps of these gigantic dragon wings, and it just launches into the air and you just see it and then streak off into the sky why is it that um, the one phrase that keeps coming back into my mind is out of our depth I consider a success you didn't die well small victories I suppose um, I was too afraid Lex you're looking a li little bit bruised I'm a little bit yeah I'm half dead Oh, not gonna yes. lie. He, he sat on you, right? He whipped me with his tail. Yeah. I have oh. got a, another potion of great healing. I'm going to have a bash on that. Um, yeah, go for it. 
is a bit shit. Let us all be 13, um... 13 points. 30 health, that'll break from out. Let's hope that that um, beast will be true to its word and leave us be. I, hey, I think well, he has to be safe. Should we go find some wizards instead? Yes, I'm sure they're going to be just as amenable. I doubt it. But, uh... Head okay. towards the big glowy beacon again, I suppose. I mean, it's a little phallic, isn't it? It, it, it does um, uh, conjure swords, yes. I mean, it looks like a big penis. If you ask me. That little balcony uh, right at the top looks I like a, a little ring. Looks. Is that something you have? <laughs> I mean, I can show you if you want, Joe. I, I really know. Really no. are, are these these innuendos that I um, am yet to become accustomed with? Don't worry, Lex. We'll, I'll, I'll educate you later on the journey. I, I, I patiently oh. await to understand. See, I've learned patience. Well, Lex, your emotions are not in check today. So I'd love to know how you're feeling after that dragon battle. However, we are slightly over time tonight. So I'm going to say we will leave it there for this evening. Um, I apologise for being a bit of a poor DM towards the end there. That was a lot of messing around on my part. So, 100 apologies for slowing things down. We, we got there in the end. Uh, massive curveball for the players. I should have been prepared for Danny, yeah, just well done on that curveball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I now need to remember that Danny has suggestion and can probably successfully cast it this time. Because the levels are high. It's going to be the new slow. I'm going to fucking annoy you with it so much. Very good. Cool. So with that, yes, we will wrap up. Thank you all for joining us. I appreciate it's warm, or at least it is here in the UK. It's been a long night as well. So thank you all for staying with us as far as you did. Thank you for the raid at the beginning. Thank you for those people that have popped in. First time followers, first time chatters, people that have returned just to the end there. I saw you pop in. Thank you very much for joining us. Hopefully you enjoy the VOD. Hopefully you enjoy the podcast as well. Don't forget to leave those ratings, reviews, hit the subscribe button, notifications, all those sorts of things. Please do that so you don't miss any of the action um but yes that is us for tonight we have been the Molten magic crew this has been episode 22 of campaign two we are rocking on with the campaign now um but as always stay safe we love you always and we'll see you next week You've been listening to the Malt and Magic podcast. If you like what you've heard here, then don't forget to check us out on Twitch on Monday nights, 7.30pm UK time, with video on demand and podcast release the following Friday. We will see you soon.